0: So We're in the last section of Torah Chavvet um, It's going to be the last class of Torah Chavvet And hop right into it So we stopped off And this is an explanation What Rabbenu is going to bring down The Gemara and Baba Kama, Elazar Sana Ukama, Elazar the Small, he would um, put on black shoes. Ulei, they told him, or they said to him, what's this? Maavdet, what's this? Amargana, Elazar Zeera responded, Kameit Abilna Ali Yerushalayim. I am mourning over Yerushalayim. So now let's see what Rabbanu says. He was mourning over Yerushalayim, the city of the faith. The city of the faithful. He was mourning over the damaging of Emuna, the, the destruction of Emunah. This is why he wore black shoes. To teach us that the seal of the feet had been damaged, as we talked about earlier, the seal of the feet. And, he, and unfortunately, we created from the word Chotam. The aspect of damnidad, the blood of the Nidah. This is whenever the, the seal, the second seal is damaged, as we talked about. The, the seal of the feet, not the seal of the hands, the seal of the feet that we talked about. Um, whenever we talked about all these expulsions that happen in the world, that there's damage, the damage of Shalom, there's no Shalom. And khotam um, is the same as Nidat. Nidat being banished, but it's the same word as the Dam nidat. Nidat, which means banish, is also from the same roshoresh as Dam Nidat, the, the blood of the Nidat that we talked about um, above. So we continue. And this is what it says, black shoes. That the raglin, the legs that become damaged and become bloodied. Because this black Adomhu is actually red. That's what it says in the G'mal This black is actually red. Let's see what this means. This is all done through the damaging of Emunah. Because the essence is faith. The essential is Emunah. As brought above, Meaning... The essence is faith And as we talked about above That through damaging faith Which is the seal of the hands It's the first seal Then what happens automatically Then the second seal Is automatically damaged also Meaning once they're able To get through the first seal Then the second seal They have access to now also Because once you break Emunah Then you break all the barriers To the other seals as well Emunah is the outer seal So you have to Protect the outer seal That's the most important Or else everything else Gets damaged they said to him, Are you so important that you can mourn in public, basically? They were asking Eleazar, Eleazar the small, Are you that important that you can mourn out in public? They suspected him of arrogance and pride. And they were saying, It's because of you that you've damaged the raglin, the seal of the feet. It says, It says in, the, in verse ten. Don't come to me the foot of pride, meaning what's the feet? The feet is a reference to pride. Regel Ga'ava, it says, Don't come to me the foot of pride. So because he wore these black shoes, which is referencing the legs, and this leg the black shoes is a reference to this black, which is actually red, nidat, which is the damaging of this khota. Because what's nidat? Red? red is reference to the blood of the Nidah. and what's nidah? Nidat is the same numerical value as Chotam. So it's obviously all reference to this seal that we're talking about. And they're suspecting Elazar Era for damaging the seal of the feet because of his pride. And it says in the Pasuk, Meaning it's because of you, they're suspecting him that this, the seal is damaged. Because through pride, one damages the legs, the feet. And it says... Anyone who is prideful, it's as if he pushes away the feet of the Shekhinah. This is in Barachot Mem Gimen, Abu Bet. And also look in Kiddushin. Kiddushin. Um, Lamed Aleph, I believe over there. So, the feet here is obviously all a reference to Pride. Uh, can, and therefore because they suspected him of pride they had him arrested because the punishment for pride is imprison, imprisonment if their their dad if their their knowledge gets harder gets haughty if they get haughty in their minds will make him fall and if they are bound in chains this idea that Hashem makes him fall to this aspect of change, which is imprisonment. That the punishment for pride is, is imprisonment. And this is why they arrested him. He said to them, Either you ask me something difficult, or I'll ask you. Because this will be the test if I have pride or not. Then it's fitting that I cannot answer you guys. Because anyone who is prideful, his wisdom leaves him. Elazar Zeyra is telling the Chachamim, you ask me a question, if I can't answer it basically, then it's true that I'm prideful. Because anyone who has pride, his Chochmah is removed from him. So if I can't answer it because I don't have Chochmah, it's because I have pride. We asked then, Hi man de kat kufra, my shall one who cuts down a cut kufra Let's see, let's see what this means. Um the tree I think it's a tree that belongs to a neighbor. Hi man de cats kufra, a certain tree that belongs to a neighbor. It's a, I think it's a date tree. My Mesharem, what did he pay? So if one cut down a a, a tree that's, I think it's a budding date tree, a tree that a date tree that's, a, that's still blossoming, that belongs to his neighbor, what does he pay? Katz Kufra, hu Bechinat Shepagam Ba'azut. When it says kat Kufra, he cuts down this sort of tree. This is the reference to the aspect of Bechinat Shepagam Ba'azut, that he blemished in azut, boldness, meaning arrogance. Kufra Azut. Kufra represents azut. Bechinat Kolot. The voices. Kimajadud says Ha kfirim shoagim lataref." The kfirim, the young lions shoagim their they roar lataref after their prey. So kufra cut the word khifirim, the young lions which roar. This roaring is obviously this this uh, what do you call it? This azut, this voice that we're talking about. The sha'al and he asked, My meshalim, me pagam gambazehut, who how much does this person pay? if he blemished in the aspect of azut, arrogance or unholy boldness. And they responded, he pays the price of the of the date buds. As much as he blemished, he shall pay. Is basically what the answer. But the buds would have become full grown dates. Because by the fact that he blemished in azut, what is this really referencing? Let's see what the story is really talking about here. That and as the era answers back, the buds are going to have the potential to become this these these full grown dates. So what he's really saying here with that phrase is that when he blemishes in Azut, <speaking> in <Hebrew> He can come damage the the damage he can come to damage emuna. <speaking in> but <Hebrew> what does it mean? Tamre comes from the word haemir. It's the same, the same words, the same letters. (laughs) Has a nation exchanged its gods? (laughs) My nation exchanged its glory, um, etc., etc., without benefit. Um, Let's see what this means. This idea of hemir, meaning has a nation exchanged its gods, meaning that the emunah that I had in Hashem is damaged. Um, this idea that there's a damaging in emuna so tamre tamre is a reference to this verse this referencing of damaging emuna and they responded he shall pay the tamre the full grown dates as is due over damaging emuna meaning because he damaged emuna then he shall pay over the damaging of emuna but he didn't take the full grown dates so Elazar Zeira responds back to the Chachamim. He's going in this, in this, in this, <laughs> this back and forth. He responds back to them. He asks them another question. But he didn't take the full-grown dates. He took the blood, the buds. So how could he pay for the full-grown dates if he only took the buds? Because so what's Elazar Zeira really saying here? Nonetheless, he didn't come to Khirot complete atheism or denying God. Just claims are damaging imunah, unfortunately, but not chirot, not damaging, incomplete atheism. And they responded, or um, veshiv, and he answered, and he answered, beshishim he shall pay sixty a sixtieth, Hanu That is what Shekol Why is the sixtieth Geinam? Because the entire world is a sixtieth of the size of Hell. As it's brought down in the Gemara, look in Tanit Daf Yud Look over there. This idea that a sixtieth is a reference to Geinam, Geinam being a. Um, uh, what do we call That this world is the 60th of Geinom. Because one who goes, one who has Azpanim, who's brazen-faced, who has brazenness from the Yitzhara, he, he goes to Geinom. Because all forms of punishment for anything, Avraham Avinu exchanged upon him be peace, for the subjugation under foreign rule. Meaning, all the forms of punishment for anything, Avamavinu made the punishment that we would be subjugated under this the rule of the goyim. But the punishment for being azut, being brazen faced, is only gainam. Meaning, even azut, one doesn't get subjugated under foreign rule. The only thing that saves you, or the only thing that you can really do to, to atone for the punishment, is go to gaina. Or atone for that sin is go to gaina. And this one person who blemished holy boldness by what being brazen faith from the from the sitra from the evil side shall pay in a sixtieth. What does that mean? I shall pay the sixtieth, which represents geinom, which is the sixty, which is this world, which is just a sixtieth of the size of geinom, as we talked about above. Now, Rabbanu brings on this new new Dusha, holy boldness. Represents the month of Tishrei. Tishrei. And this is why the month of Tishrei is called Nikra Yerach Ha'etanim. The month of Ha'etanim. Mileshon Takifut Veazut. It comes from the word Etanim. The month of t- Etanim. What is Etanim? Um. Mireshon taqifut ve'azut comes from the language of taqifut, strength, ve'azut, and brazenness. This is what it means. Etanim is referencing the strength and the brazenness. Because in the month of Tishrei, Yisrael is completely involved with screaming to Hashem and the sounds of the shofar. That all these voices represent the aspect of Azut that we talked about. It's through, these voices are the aspect of azut. This is why during that month, all those seals, of the two seals, of the feet and the and the hands, are sealed up and they're repaired. Khotam beto a seal within a seal. Because through this holy boldness, one merits emuna. khinat which is the seal of the hands, emunah, the seal of the hands, and through the seal of the hand, which is emunah, it's only through emunah that one is able to receive the rebuke and the reproof of the generation, of the, the, the rebukers of the generation, that they're able to take criticism. And this represents the seal of the legs, the seal of the feet. These are the two seals. A seal within a seal. The outer seal, which is the emunah, and the inner seal, which is the aspect of the rebuke that we're talking about, that they're able through the emunah to receive this um, this tochacha, this rebuke. And this is what it says, and this is why Tishrei allows a person to do that because during Tishrei the voices are in revelation, the voices which are azut Dusha. and through azut one comes through emunah, which is repairing the outer seal and also the inner seal. And this is what it says: Tishrei p'amim chotam this is what it says in the Kitvei Ariza, in the Kavanot of Ne'ilah and Hashanah Rabah. It says over there, that Tishrei, which is the numerical value of 910, has the same numerical value as two times the word Chotam. Chotam is 454. So times two is 908, plus the, the two words, Chotam and Chotam. get it's two times Chotam. So Chotam times two, the numerical value of Chotam, which is 454 times two is 908, plus the two times Chotam, which is one and one, which is 910. Same in the as Tishrei. Why? Because as we just explained, Rabbanu just explained this idea that Tishrei is able to repair these two chotamot, these two seals. And this is why on Tishrei Rabbanu says, Simchat Israel is the Simchat of Am Israel. Because Azut is only possible through Simcha as we talked about. As it says, They shall rejoice in trembling, etc., etc. We talked about this idea. Or no, that's that's the that's the other inyan with regard to fear, but we talked about earlier that only through, that only through simcha one can come to azudik dusha, ki uzchem, As we talked about earlier, that this, that the joy of Hashem is chedvat Hashem, that the delight of Hashem he mauschem is your boldness. Meaning the simcha of Hashem is your boldness. Meaning the boldness is what creates simcha, or through the simcha one creates boldness. That through Simcha one is able to create Azut. For the the joy of Hashem is with He Maluchem is your strength. And not only that, that verse is specifically speaking about Rosh Hashanah, which begins in Tishrei. That's basically the end of the lesson. But now Rabbi Nathan, is going to add the excerpts written. Um, the excerpts that are applicable to this lesson that he found in Rabbanu's possession. So let's see. this is what it says, In the end, and it will be in the end, if you'll listen to these laws. So what does it mean? The end? Which means heel is the aspect of the feet. And what are the feet? This represents the rebukers of the generation that we talked about, and to them, all these judgments are revealed, meaning the rebukers of the generation, they know these judgments that are being revealed, Then and they are rebuking the generation, in order that these judgments don't go overboard, and don't punish Am Yisrael, so that they can wake up from their sins basically, but then this is what it says, and I'll be in the end, if you'll listen, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. meaning from the aspect of the Raglin, the feet, which are the, the rebukers, these people are able to rebuke the generation. You shall listen to these laws, meaning what? These judgments. Mishpatim is a reference to Mishpat, which is ju- judgment. Meaning to these Moshichim, are revealed all these judgments I Meaning, when when these mochi rebuke you you'll know all these judgments that are on you because they are able to reveal to you the judgments that are upon him Israel. for it is to them that they are revealed these judgments and with these judgments they rebuke the generation can as we mentioned above <clears throat> so see this is another piece each section is going to be something new all the voices are the aspect of azut, when it says that in the lesson, The voice of the rebuker is the aspect of the voice of the Shofar, the sound of the Shofar. It says in Yeshayah, Lift up your voice like a Shofar. The same is true of the voice of melody. This is what it says, Play skillfully. Play skillfully with with the Truah, with the blast. Meaning, the voice of the Nigun, the sound of the melody, is the same aspect of the Trua, the voice, the the blast, the Shofar blast. shofar This is referencing the Shofar, as we said earlier, and you shall shepherd my nation. Above comes the word shepherds, the seven shepherds we're talking about, but also from, comes from the word Teroa, the Shofar blast. Abedan brings this idea down in Megillah. Or let's see here what he's explaining. In the days of Rabban Kamliyel, the generation, the generation's Torah was in the aspect of Nishma, meaning the generation's Torah that they had attained was in the aspect of Nishma. Bechina Tzfilah was in the aspect of Tzfilah prayer. This is what it says. This is what the Chachamim say in Megillah. In the days of Rabban Gamliel, they were studying Torah Ba'amidah. Standing. What did that mean? Amida standing, is the aspect of Tzfilah. Meaning the Torah that they had attained was the Torah of Nishma. This Torah of Tzfilah. And this is why from the time that Rabban Gamliel passed away, the honor of the Torah was nullified. It stopped, it ceased to exist. I'm going to bet at the end. So on this phrase in the Torah, in every world there's this aspect of Naseh Nishma, we talked about, in every world, in every level, exists this concept of Naseh Nishma. So let's see here. And the same is true of the Malachim That we talked about The Malachim Also have this aspect of Naseh and Nishma Strong warriors Who do God's bidding To listen to the voice of his word Meaning these strong warriors Are a reference to the Malachim, the angels um And the the say in the Gemara Shabbat that after Bnei Yisrael said Naaseh V'Nishma, Bat call came out, a, vo- a voice from the heavens came out and said, Migila Raz Zevanai, Who revealed this secret to my children? Raz Shem Alachey Asheret Michtamshin Bo, a secret that the the these angels are using Shem Alachey Asheret, this serving angels are using Shnei Marga. says Giborei Cholach VeChole, that as it says in this verse, Giborei Cholach, strong words. Strong warriors who do Hashem's word, lishma, to listen to the voice of His word, lishma. So we hear, we, we have this aspect of we have this aspect of naase, and we also have the, this aspect of lishma bekor of nishma. We have naase and nishma by the angels as well. And uh, look how awesome it is that in the Gemara, it's, this is referencing after naase and nishma that a came out and said. Um, the, who revealed this secret to my children, this secret that the Malachi Shahad are using as is brought down in the verse, meaning this idea of the Nasebnishmah the Qurans that we received at Hasinai is all referencing it's all the same time period, meaning it's all very connected. That this verse that this verse of Gibure Koh, was um, was referencing these secrets. Or these uh, secrets, yeah, that the Malachi HaSharet are using. Anyways, next section. It's impossible to come close to holiness except by means of azut that we talked about. A person who wants to come to, azut, to holiness has to stand against all those who are obstructing him from Azut. As it says, Be bold like a leopard. We talked about it above. This is what the Chachamim say in The Torah was only given to Israel because they are azin; they are bold. Next section: Gedola busha, So great is bushah meaning being bushah being embarrassed and shameful that it's repeated twice in the verse. And they shall not be ashamed, etc. They shall not be ashamed. My nation shall not be ashamed forever. And look at Mued Katan. Look over there. That this is the great power of Busha. So, next section. It's going to be the last part. Abednego says, like Gan Eden and Geyenam are in this world literally. <laughs> but because they, Gan Eden and Geyenam are in the north and the south, what happens? Rabenu says it's impossible for a person to come there, to Gan Eden and Geyenam, because it's so cold um, um, in, this, in the north and the south. <laughs> And the pain of this busha, this embarrassment is great. You tell me onish Gainam. So great is this pain of embarrassment and and shame, it's greater than the punishment of geinam. The Kholi and all the suffering of this world, yish all the suffering of this world has within the suffering this pain of bushah, shame or embarrassment. Al that he's embarrassed by his friends for the fact that he has suffering. And the same is true in the future, in the time to come, that the pain of bushah is going to be great also then. And even every tzaddik will be burned or singed by the chuppah of his friend. Woe unto this bushah, this embarrassment, this shame. Woe unto this shame. As it says in the Gemara, and it says over there, The face of Moshe is like the face of the sun. The face of Yahushua is like the face of the moon. Woe unto that embarrassment. That shame. Woe unto that shame. All the more so. So if we're going to feel shame, imagine how much those sinners are going to feel shame. God forbid. May Hashem have mercy. And if he's on the level where he doesn't need to feel embarrassment by any single person, he should still feel ashamed from Hashem himself. Because Hashem fulfills the entire Torah. It says, and it says, as the Chachamim say, Hashem buries the dead, etc. He visits the sick. And the same is true of the other mitzvot of the Torah, that Hashem mitb'ach, that they ponder that Hashem basically, He fulfills these mitvot. There's not one mitvot that Hashem doesn't fulfill in the Torah. So even if a person is not ashamed by his friend, meaning that his friend commits more mitvot, that he does more mitvot than him, or that etc. etc. that he did not feel shame by his friend, he's going to feel shame from Hashem, that Hashem fulfills the entire Torah. And the also prays, as it says. From the Lord that the Lord prays, and How do we know that Hashem prays, etc. what did he pray? Maybe um, before my will, etc. Etc. Etc, etc. And it turns that HaKadosh Akadosh Hu fulfills the mitzvot of the Torah and Tzilah as is fitting for him. And we can't even understand how far is the difference between the way we fulfill, the way this person fulfills the Torah and the way this person fulfills Tzilah in comparison to the way Hashem fulfills the Torah and Tzilah. Because each and every person serves Hashem according to his level, according to his Naaseh and ishma, meaning according to his Torah and his Tfina, as we talked about above. torah at the time that Rabenu began to explain, began to say this Torah, this lesson, he mizeh inana kan. He began by this subject that is written right over here, be'inana gan Eden ve'geinam, kanan. He began speaking about the subjects of gan Eden, geinam, the pain of embarrassment, of shame, etc. etc. Until he literally entered into the subject of the Torah and the Tephila of Hashemit Bach Himself, the Gan, that is written here. And then afterwards, he went from subject to subject, meaning according to the lesson that we just explained. Until he finished the entire lesson. But however, at the time that I wrote before him this Torah, he turned, he changed the, the matter a little bit. He commanded me to write this Torah with regard to the Chotam B'Tochotam, meaning Rabinatan. He started with the idea of Ganei and Geinam and he wrote it according to the way Rabbeinu said it. Well, Rabenu wrote it or Rabenu said it in a way that was not the order that he wanted it to be written in. That's why he ordered Rabinatan to start with Chotam Khotam and at the end of the lesson, he ordered, Rabbein, he ordered Rabbi he ordered to write down this. Which is what he really started the lesson with with orally. But the Hashem Yoda Kabanato says only Hashem knows was intention with the way he wrote it, like this, and why he wrote it differently than the way he said it. In a different order than the way he said it. <inaudible> Hashem is exalted in the beginning and in the end. van <inaudible> He, he, Hashem, has desired us from and He gave us. Hashem gave us glory, and He desired us, and He gave us the Torah. That we merited to finish the Sifra de the Um Let us raise our hands before our God, that He be on our right side. To begin and to finish the supernal secrets that are concealed within the sages, within the saying of the sages, of the elders of Athens. As it brought down in the Gemara, um, in the Gemara Bechorot, there's a series of uh, passages that speak about um, uh, the sages of Athens or the elders of Athens over there. Now we're going to start hopping into this beginning at lesson 23, Bizrat Maybe we have the merit to to go from from lesson to lesson applying the words of Rabbanu That is Ezerat Hashem.